You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. What's up, guys? Welcome back to episode 68 of Psychotic and Iconic. Thank you to everybody that's tuned in to our live stream tonight. If you haven't done so already, please go ahead and share the live stream feed. That way we can get more viewers in here. Thank you to everybody that likes, follows, and subscribes to all of our platforms. Paul's here along with Nick Theories, Mikey P. Philly Phil is out tonight, so Mikey P will be running the show because he's the GOAT. <laughs> For now, sure. take us away. All right, family. Another good one coming your way with some more NFL talk, all right? Stay tuned. We got a lot there tonight. We got an Aaron Rodgers narrative that I've been talking about for a week now. It's going to blow everybody's mind. Okay. We got some Tom Brady Dolphins talk. Question mark. <laughs> I know how Nick feels. All right. You got some Eagles talk a little bit. And if we have time, we got Kyler Murray to the Panthers talk. Who? Kyler Murray. Uh, it, it won't make a difference. The All right. That shit. I'd rather have Darnold. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I just know that uh, I don't got to take that seriously. Yeah. You know, <laughs> even though you're shot. <laughs> anyway. All right. But before we get to that, we're going to quickly talk about NCAA men's basketball. Just, a, you know, just a little bit. All right. I'm going to do my shit first. All right, guys. Is that cool? I'm on your watch. <laughs> Yeah, shit. I mean, I'm on you. <laughs> that's a, that's a title name. Yeah, write that down because yeah. I can't do that right now. Okay. So, everybody, as always, we encourage you to say your mind. Speak it. All right. Say Give what us you all need to say. the comments in the world. Yep. Say what you need to say. Yeah. As always, we love that. Okay. This episode, episode 68 of P&I is brought to you by Prize Picks, your home for daily fantasy sports. New players who sign up for prize picks today using the promo code ICONIC will receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. That's prize picks. Daily fantasy made easy. Also, be sure to go right now where we're live at the Props Network at PropsHQ.com. Be sure to subscribe there. You will not regret keeping up with these shout out Jones over here. <laughs> Bro, ain't now. nothing shot out like, about me, bro. I just keep it real. That's it. You keep it a foul. That's all I know how to do. Honestly, uh -huh. I I didn't want to start out the show already like flying off the handle with the curse words. I did that for the kids. Yeah. All right, that'll change in a minute. And I already told you what's coming. So, family, give me your thoughts about what happened in the Elite Eight before we advance the NFL talk. We had UNC St. Peter's, first 15 seed ever to get to this point, didn't work out. You got Duke, Arkansas, all right? You got Nova and Houston, 
you had Kansas Miami. Just any thoughts? Uh, for me, with the St. Peter's one, it was a great run, but like. It sucks because when games like that are close, I almost want the better team to win because it would have been better. Like that, that was a snooze fest with uh, St. Peter's and um, it wasn't and close. UNC. Yeah, it wasn't. They just ran out of gas, and that's cool. And all. like I said, it was a great story. But like when they're in the close game with St. Pete with uh, Purdue, I just would rather have seen Purdue because I think Purdue could have put up a better fight. You think they were uh, a mirage? I mean, yeah, they just got hot and started playing good basketball. That's not they were good, the but USC but they're good, they're is actually team, just though. underrated. Pe I think, and St. Peter's is a really good team. So don't, I'm not taking anything away from them. Yeah. So my question is, how are they ranked 15th in the tournament? And that's my thing. Remember, I said this a couple yeah. weeks ago. I said, you know, you don't know. Like, does everybody watch college basketball? How do you properly rank these teams? based on their strength of schedule. I was going to say, I think it's that's strength cool. of schedule. Yeah. That's cool. But like, what if a team is really slept? I mean, like, yeah, they were what? 29 and five or some shit. Like, yeah. or they had like a 29 and eight. They, that's a good ass record. And I think you're not a scrub team. If you're, if you're, if that's your record. And Shaheen Holloway's a good, he's a good coach. I mean, he played with Kobe. Yeah. So it's like, you know, he, he knows basketball. So, I mean, I don't know. I, I find that interesting. I feel like, yeah. I, I feel like uh, a lot, like more like lower seeds could actually, you know, cause a lot of ruckus down the line too as well so cool cool story yeah. that's it are you yeah, surprised yeah. that duke made it this far because i'll say personally i had them out like two rounds ago i can't believe they made it this far it's funny because it's like why like my thing with duke is is it's just a perfect story for yeah. coach k's ending of course and i was saying i forget who i might i don't know if it was maybe i was texting tom actually about this because he was telling me that arkansas was really good when we were when we were just bullshitting about the brackets i, I had them get knocked out first and he was telling me that arkansas <laughs> was really good and he actually knows what he's talking about with college basketball he's, he's pretty good at it and um but like we were laughing because i'm like any late whistles like duke's probably going to get the edge just because of coach k now i'm not saying that that's fair but that's normally how that's i wouldn't be shocked by that a 50 50 whistle that just goes in his favor is that true I think so, for sure. It's what is it about that? Like, is it like consciously Conscious, as a, as, like a ref, as a ref as a ref because like because like weirdly, don't don't be fooled. These refs are fucking fans of the of, of the NBA. They got favorites. A hundred percent. They're human. Oh, yeah. they're human. Yeah. They are human, just like 100%. me and you. So don't give me that shit. Yeah, no, they're, they're humans. Mean, yeah, they're humans. <laughs> so like that's my point. So like, I don't know, man. Shady business, if that's true. I don't like yeah. that. And Nova's really good, too. Colin Gillespie, man. I think he's going to get drafted. I think he has a chance to get drafted in the second round. I really do. He could shoot. He could dribble. Season vet over there. Yeah, I like Colin Gillespie. I mean, nothing nothing with Villanova surprising anymore. They're maybe, you could argue, they're the best program right now. Jay Wright. Period. Best program in college basketball. And then, just to go real fast on Kansas and Miami, Kansas is being slept on, like, heavily. They're not being mentioned at all, and Kansas is really good. I mean, they were the one seed. I know, but nobody, they're not getting any buzz. Not that they're being slept on. They're just not, like, nobody's really buzzing about Kansas. Yeah. And they're just quietly, they're just quietly running through, running through their bracket. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they really haven't, no one's said a word about it. Nobody's them, mentioned really. Kansas. It's all been, uh, Kansas, it's all been about Duke. <laughs> it's all been about UNC, and it's been about Nova. So now, guys, now we're going on to the final four. And it was about you. This yeah. is the first time. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, you're so fucking funny. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> so this is going to be the first time. You guys are crazy. The and I'm crazy. <laughs> but this this is going to be the first time now. UNC and Duke face off in the tournament. Like how is that possible? 
This is the first time they'll ever face in the, that's, in the tournament? That's what I saw, yeah. Wait, who? Shit. That don't even make sense. I guess because they're yeah. always the number ones and they're, I you know. Said that's cat. I, I, I don't know. Maybe I <laughs> yeah, misread it. Maybe I misread it. But it's definitely the first time they're facing off in the Final Four. Damn. I can tell you that. That's dope. Who you guys got? That's Duke. my next question. Duke. Yeah, no hey, doubt. You think so? The Magic's not going to wear yeah. out? Nah, bro. Yeah. I don't no know, way, man. bro. UNC kind of bodied them UNC's a couple weeks really ago, good. you know? Yeah, I know, but they remember. <laughs> yeah, it's hard. <laughs> it's, true. it's hard to beat them twice. They got size poles. <laughs> I mean, seriously, though, they've been dominating. Uh, You guys both have Duke. Man, it's like... Say what you feel. I didn't think they'd make it this far. There's clearly something magical going on. Coach K's last season. But... I guess I'll go. I'll go do too. Hey, I fucking hate them. I gotta be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I've always hated them, but I respect Coach. I gotta K. be honest, man. I can see. I can see him cutting. I can see Coach K cutting down the nets, man. Wow. I, I I can. It's just one of those seasons. You just can't explain it. It's like a legend going out like the the right way. Dead ass. Yep. I mean, at this point, they made it this far, so like, who am I to say they're not gonna get there again? And they remember. I'm going with you there, honestly. So I got Duke. Um, it'll be a nail biter though. It'll be a nail biter. Oh, UNC, I mean, they really bodied them two weeks ago. I don't know if you guys saw that. It was like one of the actual few games I got to watch this year. They're coming. Mm-hmm. All right. So then on the other side, you got Nova versus Kansas. And they're both being slept on this year. Um in the tournament, of course. So that's a tough one. I, I think I'm gonna go Nova. So am I. I. I just I feel like I gotta trust my gut here. Is and that, I'm a temple. Is, we're you know we're all temple guys here. Is that, is Mike's that, honorary temple. Thank you. That, like, Appreciate it. Phil's a temple is that guy. -ish? No, because my, Nick, we're supposed to hate them as temple guys. But you know what? Um, and they're not even really a Philly school. That's another argument that's been occurring on Twitter. Um, I'm just gonna say, yeah, I, I would like to see them win. And I trust Jay Wright over. Uh, yeah, he's Bill, a, he, he's he's, a, he's slept on. Yeah, they'll know as a program in college basketball. They're the best. Like, they've been, they're the best okay. right now. They have they're, four final four amazing. appearances over the last 13 years or something. Yeah, like that. that's that's, that's ridiculous. Yeah, it's. They're, um, they're I see. I see. Kansas is uh, minus four and a half. What's your thoughts? That seemed like a big line. Yeah, I mean Duke's minus four. So if you guys had to pick, like, who would you, who would you take? I would say Duke. Duke and versus would, Nova, and then we'll save our championship picks. I don't know, dude. That kind of that, that four and a half is telling me to bet Kansas. To be honest, that's a big ass line because that feels like it's telling me it's like it's like begging me to bet Villanova. You think so? I think that's a big ass line. I really do. It's 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 begging you to bet Villanova. Yes, yeah, so I would fade and go the opposite way. Check my resume. <laughs> I like that. We I should like do that. some more basketball. We'll revisit that though. All right, guys. One second. Hold on. Damn, Phil's not kidding with this thing. This is... Phil's got to be better with his work schedule. <laughs> we miss Phil. I know, for real. Yeah, I got you. Philly Phil, man. I got you, guys. He's got business mm -hmm. to attend to. You know that sound. It's NFL time, baby. Let's go. To attend to. Let's go. All right. And now we got to the juicy stuff. This is the Aaron Rodgers narrative that I received from someone who watches our show who is a fan of the Packers. I never looked at any of this shit the way that this guy has. And it's going to literally 
floor you guys. So the I've audience been, knows. Been, Nick and I have no idea what he's doing. I have no I never, idea what's going I never on. told them yet. It's probably a lot of cat. But it, it could be. It could be, but <laughs> Supreme Cat? Listen. Yeah, not yet. We have Supreme Cat one. Oh, all right, cool. <laughs> listen, when you hear some of this stuff, you're gonna be like, holy shit, I never thought of it that way. You know me. Like, I got my opinion, I stick with my guns, and I heard this shit. Because I'm a research guy, right? I'm a stat guy. I'm a research guy. So when I make my opinions, you're going to have a hard time getting me off of my line in the sand. Oh, this got me thinking here. This got me thinking. I didn't, I didn't know that. I couldn't tell. But yeah. I admit when I'm wrong, though. It's just it might take me a little bit to get there. Supreme cat. Supreme cat. I told you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do it. Because so I, I want to hear it. It's the way we're going to go with this is basically I'm going to I'm gonna read you guys these thoughts. I'm going to... Basically, like, top it off with a facts or cap question each time, like, I go through a little prompt. Major. That's how it's going to work, all right? And I'm going to try to make sure that I don't read too, too much. There's a lot of stuff here, all right? So the first thing, all right, the first thing here is essentially the Packers are outsmarting Aaron Rodgers. Huh? They're outsmarting Aaron Rodgers, the smartest guy in the room, right? Why? They already have. He's an egotistical narcissist. He has to be validated by others and made to be feel, felt important. He hates feeling rejected. Ben screen. Right? That makes sense. Okay? Now he needs to feel like he's in control in order to get back to success. So, the next part of this. Everyone sees now the narrative shifting again. Aaron Rodgers can't get it done in the playoffs. Aaron Rodgers is... Only throwing to Devontae Adams. He's not looking elsewhere. He's choking in big moments, right? That's where the narrative is. Okay? So who's to say that maybe the Packers went out and they got rid of Devontae Adams as kind of a, hey, we want Aaron Rodgers to get back to the point where he's proving people wrong again. Because that's when he's thrived in his NFL career. That's when he's been doubted back against the wall and this guy delivers in those moments, okay? This new Aaron Rodgers has a major ego, major, right? He's outspoken now. He sees Tom Brady's talk a little bit more. He wants to be along that realm. So they're like, all right, we're going to make Aaron Rodgers feel important, all right? We're going to first make him feel like Devontae Adams chose Derek Carr over him. What? Fuck you, Devontae Adams. I'm going to stay with the Packers, okay? First part. Second part. I can win without you, Devontae. All right? Now the Packers are like, I'm going to make you feel important. I'm going to give you $50 million. I'm going to make you feel like, you know, you're our guy. Um, you're the god in the locker room. But I'm motivating you at the same time. So they're kind of like pushing him. They're pushing his buttons, but then like softening the blow kind of. All right. So, and I'm really, I'm really summarizing this. This is like paragraphs here. <laughs> this is paragraphs. Are you guys following me so far? I'm with you. Okay. So now you expect what? They're going to go after, they'll probably get another veteran receiver. There's a lot of draft wide receivers this year looking pretty good. Um, and then at this point, now the young receivers are going to be in the room. They're not going to reject Rodgers. It's going to be more of a group effort. It's going to be a team effort. Okay? So anyway, what I'm getting at here is simply... 
Aaron Rodgers is going to be out to get everybody. I can win with my teammates. I am that fucking dude. I don't need Devontae. The Packers front office is wrong. Okay? I don't need this shit. They're right for giving me this money, though, because I am the fucking best. I'm going to show you that I am the best. So my first question, and I hope I, hope I summarize this well. That was the first one, though, okay? My first question for you guys. It's plain and simple. The Packers front office is outsmarting Aaron Rodgers. Facts or cap? <clears throat> cap. This is cap. They are outsmarting themselves because if you need to motivate a 38-year-old four-time Super Bowl MVP who's already won a Super Bowl, albeit 12 years ago, then you probably don't have the right guy. And if he's not winning with the best wide receiver in football, arguably, top two, if you want to say somebody else is there, um, I, don't, I don't know how you have more confidence going with Alan Lazard. Now, from an emotional standpoint, I get what, I get what you're trying to say. Like in terms of, you know, they're trying to... Not me, by the way. Trying, it's a Packer fan. They're trying to motivate him and get him going and things like that. I mean, that sounds cool and everything. It would be a great story if he could do it. But I just, I don't see it. They don't have any elite playmakers. So... Yet. Yet. And I don't really know who they could really get that would be Draft able is to. loaded, guys. Like rounds one through three, you can get I'm starters with it, but right now. not Devontae Adams. Yet. No, no. So... Hell no. Yeah, so my thing is there is just like, if you have to do that to a 38-year-old man, then he's... I probably would have. I would. I would have cut bait. I. I, I don't like. I might. Maybe I'm. Maybe I'm, I'm not understanding. You're telling me. I kind of went in circles here a little you're bit. You're telling but me I was, that this is like a toxic marriage that they just can't pull away from each other. But somebody wants to get the edge over somebody else. What the fuck are you doing? If, if the Green Bay Packers, what? I, like, are you trying to win Super Bowls or are you trying to actually like have a toxic marriage over a quarterback? <laughs> I, I don't understand this. I know. Okay, okay, am, I, am I following it? Is, is, that, is that correct? Yeah. Because I'm, I'm okay, boss. Okay, so here. What I'm trying to say is the Packers front office feels they needed to knock him on his keister a little bit and motivate him because motivated Aaron Rodgers is the best Aaron Rodgers. Right? But hold on. They lost, they lost MVS, too. They yeah. did. He has no- and I think that they planned – for him coming back initially. It didn't work out. Oh, they got nobody. Let me ask you a question. If they wanted to drive him, though, what if, at my point, though, why wouldn't you say then, you know what? You haven't won for us in some time, and we could argue that the last three years have been because of you. We're only going to pay you $35 million a season. You want to know why? Because they don't want to lose him, too. That's the thing. So, like, you give him his money and you say, like, hey, now you got to go out and prove that you're the best because we're taking away Devontae Adams, and we have to rebuild a different way. You're gonna have to. You. You're gonna have to be saying, that yeah. that dude that makes that money. You can't replace and, that production, dog. But at the same time, though, like no. he's gonna have a say. He'll probably have a say in who's brought in next. So it's like you're giving him sort of like the feeling of being in control. Aaron Rodgers has to be that dude. I I, I mean I, I just don't understand that. I mean like to me the whole thing it just sounds kind of like bizarre, like it's like corny. bizarrely stupid. Like I I don't know you know what I mean. Are like, you running an NFL franchise or are 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 you a therapy center? Yeah, I just I don't get it. Like if if you guys have problems, just move on. You know what I mean. You had a good run. We, we had a good run. Yeah. You know what I mean. Like <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. I mean look look what Brady did. He left. Eventually you just got to cut ties, bro. You know what I mean. Like that's just that's just what you got to do. 
But if, if Rodgers wants to be happy and he took all this time off to clear his mind and be happy, Money's then why the fuck are you in the same toxic uh, situation? That's your fault. I don't feel bad for you. No, I don't If either. you're going back to the same shit, that's your fault. So, <laughs> to me, it's, it's not even a question. Yeah, it's no, not I'm the same way. He just, to me, I mean, I've, I've always echoed the same things about Aaron Rodgers, you know, for quite a few years. And it's just been like, that's just how always, that's just Bro. really always, always how I felt about him. I just feel like he's a diva and it's always about Aaron. And like, if that's, if, if this fan, whatever he was saying is true, again, though, it's all about Aaron Rodgers. There you, like that, I mean, that's, you know how I'll, right in the pudding. You know how I'll frame it from my angle? Like, I read this and I was like, hmm. Interesting. I'm going to say cap, but I think there's a little bit of truth to this. Like, it is a good Aaron Rodgers to this point, <laughs> the last few years is like ego really kicked in. Three years ago, he actually was not very good. Three years ago, he didn't have a good season. He had two straight MVP performances. Bro, he, the season before the MVP season, he wasn't that good. He was not that, that was good. When they he re- he regressed. Love. Right? Yeah, I think Off it of that was. Down yeah, here, yeah, they, dra- they drafted yeah. Jordan Love, and then he came back and won the MVP. So they in. So here, this is this is the, the part two of this. So for now, I'm saying three years cap. Ago. I'm saying cap. Yeah, three years ago. This yep. is part two, though, guys. <clears throat> I'm happy you said Jordan Love. This is part two of this thing, and this kind of plays into part one as well. The Jordan Love pick wasn't stupid. Okay, this is the quote. Remember, the Love pick wasn't stupid. It was brilliant. Why? It motivated Rodgers to play better. And what happened? Two MVP seasons in a row. 13 win seasons. Okay. First seed. They wouldn't be there if they hadn't selected Love and lit a fire under his ass. Because he was not producing before that. Which, again, we just said that, right? We just said that. So he had no motivation. He needs a good rejection every few years. That was funny, by the way, when when I read that. He needs a good rejection every few years. It's a sports psychology gamble. Remember, this could have flopped, and Rodgers could have said, I'm, I'm getting the fuck out of here. It didn't flop, though. It didn't flop. It worked out. It did motivate him. He got back to the MVP level that we've seen his whole career. Okay? But rejection. I'll show you, assholes. The love pick was very smart. And so at worst, so, okay, let's say if it, if it flopped, the Rodgers part of it, they have a quarterback that they're willing to build around. If it doesn't flop, you're getting MVP Rodgers, and the thought process is, hey, we're probably going to be able to get a third-round pick for Jordan Love when we were ready to get rid of him. So it was worth it, essentially, to give up that two-round jump in draft capital to motivate Rodgers and also have a backup plan, right? So that's, that's the logic here. So now here's the facts or cap. Ready? The Jordan Love pick was not stupid. Facts or cap? Cap. That's that's cap. Because it was stupid. You're also not buying it? Yeah, No, I'm not. Because if they drafted Justin Jefferson or they traded up to get Justin Jefferson or something like that, my thing is, is he would have helped them more than Jordan Love. Now, the angle of it could have motivated them, I mean, I get it. I disagree with it. But, again, if you have to motivate somebody that deep into their career what are you doing yeah what's the point i mean i don't so you're gonna blow a first round draft pick because you want to motivate your quarterback i i mean i just don't understand motivation motivation first of all comes from within 
You don't just you don't look at that and get it. You have you either have that in your stomach or you don't. Pause. But like my thing is, why would you waste a first round pick on that when you can go get a legitimate skill player to help your team win now? Wow, we got one cap in the audience from James. We got facts from Godfarve. I mean, I facts, don't... he says. And look, it wasn't stupid. If he was so motivated, he would have won a bowl. Yeah, Jimmy, I was just about to I say mean, that. I mean, like, straight up. <laughs> they were shoring up the backup. You would have won a bowl if you're that motivated. If Jordan Love really pushed, okay, MVP is cool. But is that if that's your ultimate goal, then then I then and if you get I don't understand. Like, did the Packers think that like Rodgers wants to win a Super Bowl, or is if if he's so about himself and all he wants to do is win MVPs, then what? Are they, like, what's the point? You guys might know this. Can I answer? I'm, I'm confused. When Jordan Love was coming out of college, when they drafted him in the position they drafted, wasn't that considered a reach too? Wasn't everybody saying like, um, "Oh, I can't believe they took him that early." Or like it there was, was speculation like he made where he went. I think correct. But That's what I'm yes, saying. he was towards the back end of yeah, last end. Uh, of so, the first round. So my thing is again is like I he just, was he was a risky pick for whoever would have so picked. a reach kind of a so, project. So my thing is is like you reach and I get it. You want him to learn behind Rogers, similar to how Favre learned behind Rogers, but. Now you just signed them to another four years. I mean, not for nothing, but that's unfair to Jordan Love at this point, too. So Jordan Love was part of a game. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. That makes I mean, the franchise so, look bad. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. Yeah, I'm going to say that the logic of this fan actually kind of makes sense. The logic makes sense. Correct. So I'll give him credit there. But remember, the question was, the pick wasn't stupid. And I'm saying, that's fucking major cap major because cap. there's no way... That is a defensible pick by any fucking standard. Nah. That's worse any. than the Jalen Hurts pick for the Eagles. Oh, it's a thousand yeah, times I, I would, worse. I and it's I, a thousand you know how times bad worse. I think that pick was. Because you know what they did? Like, honestly, even though it worked out in their favor here, it could have flopped and your franchise could be fucking ass backwards right now. So that wasn't worth the risk. Um, but also, I think that simply Aaron Rodgers probably wouldn't have, let's say, get down. Because he, he was very upset with the, with the franchise going into that draft and then after the draft he's fucking furious at that point here's what you could have done instead of doing that draft a fucking receiver or an offensive piece just once in 15 years you know who the just once so you're telling me and then this quarterback won't be disgruntled so really what i'm trying to say is the pick was obviously the pick was awful because you mismanaged a first round draft pick if you brought in a guy second, third round, then it's a little bit more like, okay, like it's kind of almost like the Eagles there. If you get a third round QB or something, okay, then you can tell me that it's okay sacrificing that in order to, you know, I you know, know what I mean? Like, I just want to check out real quick. It's just like the pick was awful no matter how you put it. Fact. And if that is their logic, which actually kind of makes sense, if that was the Packers' logic behind all of this, it's it's it ridiculous sense, but it's horrible it, it makes sense but it's horrible that's so, what i'm getting at i think the fan is actually thinking outside the box kind of smart t higgins i i michael I pittman jr and lavishka chenault were the three wide receivers taken after that jordan love pick put t higgins michael pittman opposite of Devonte adams with oh. aaron jones and aaron and mm-hmm. uh aj Dillon in your backfield there you go that's Good what luck i'm saying so that. you're telling me so i i, I just I feel like I'm going fucking crazy. Like I, that, if, I, if knew what I, I see, am actually right? hearing, because I, like I just don't believe a goddamn word of it. Like, because like, here's my thing. Here's my here's my thing. You have Rodgers long term, right? And you want him to be in Green Bay forever. So you 
you love him like you you trust him right if you trust him so much your goal is to always win a super bowl so you're telling me the green bay packers selected jordan love just to motivate their quarterback one and then they did it and then they're motivating him again by getting rid of adams and mvs is that what i'm hearing correct well this was said I, I don't know what else MVS. To say, this bro, was said before I, MVS. I, I actually think that's actually crazy because I mean, I'm these guys, crazy. these guys, look, <laughs> you know, how, you know how we sit here and dissect the Eagles because we have a firsthand knowledge of what goes on with this team more than a national audience would. This Packers fan has some points that are pretty strong, I think. It doesn't mean that all of them are correct, but like the, I don't know. you know, the point of the matter is if you sacrifice the first round pick in the NFL, that's what makes you fail in this league. You need to hit on first round picks. So... Um, I can't defend that pick by any means. I do think the logic is interesting, though. It got is. me thinking. It, it is. It makes you think. But I just like if that if that actually came out that that was true, they are they're the joke of the NFL. And it never will come out that way unless uh, you know. I, yeah, I really don't think it will. You, you got too many. I mean, bro, like you're sabotaging a young kid's career. Like that's not right. You shouldn't do that. If but I'm a young player and I get drafted by the Packers, I'm not going to. But them. also, in some sense, yeah. for him, Jordan Love, he, he wasn't ready to start anyway. It, it can't be a bad thing to learn behind Aaron Rodgers. Look not how, at all. How, look how long it took for Aaron Rodgers to get his chance. So, I, I mean, developmental-wise, it might have worked out for him. But it's not a sure thing they're going to get a third-round pick for this and kid not in that when context. they do move on from him. And not in that context. I think that it, it sounds pretty possible at this point. A third-rounder is not much for a... A, a guy that teams they're not obviously liked. What's up? They're not getting a third. No, he has no value. There's nothing to do. Fifth. I told you this. Fifth. Fifth or, or sixth. It would be conditional, I think. It would be like a couple conditional fours or something, and it could go as high as a two or as low as a Seattle. Perfect fit. But I don't think it's going to be this year. No. That's a shame. That's a shame. I don't There's like too that. many guys out there right now. It's, it's like, like you see how the quarterback like... market's settling right now. Baker might not start. Jimmy, Jimmy G. G Oh, my God. John Lynch revealed today yep. that the 49ers didn't receive one call for Jimmy G this offseason. Not one call. Him and Baker Not might even get a caught. call. They might get caught. Not even a call, like gauging interest. He didn't receive one phone call for Jimmy that's G. That's, that's crazy. I, I know. I just don't yeah, know. but why would, he, why would he go out there and say that publicly, Nick? He just because, actually shattered his because, value. You want to know why? Because they want to keep him. Ugh. Well, I've said that before. I actually I don't I think thought so. he was oh, going yeah. back. The, look at the draft capital they gave up to get Trey Lance. Yeah, they want to keep Here's him, the thing. Bro. If you're, the, if you're John Lynch, would you cut him? Or would you let him stay on the roster and, and go with Trey Lance? You you can't keep him. $25 million against the cap. you got to either get rid of him in a trade or cut him. Because you're not going to be able to restructure him. What's the point of him restructuring? He's not going to restructure... Imagine cutting. Why, why would he restructure? He's not going to start. Why is he going to make you a favor? Yeah, I know. I don't. I don't know. That's a crazy. That's that's just as crazy, if not crazier, than the Cleveland situation. Because because they can do so much more with that money. This is a team that already has a Super Bowl roster. I think they're fucking win. loaded. Yeah. But anyway, the point is, is like, all right, Jordan Love. If these two guys aren't getting an opportunity, then it looks kind of shot right now. Yeah, I don't know. So there's that. And then there's one more part to this, okay? One more part and two more facts or cap questions, okay? So now the Packers, I mean, the expectation is this. They re-signed Russell Douglas 
with some of that leftover money. He actually turned out to be pretty He's good. He's good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I know. It was always he look, is good. I liked him. Us Eagles fans here, the real ones understand that they didn't play him in the right scheme. Nope. So this is what we get. He's 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 awesome there. He's a great number two corner. He's really good. Great. Now pick. you're going to be able to extend Jair Alexander. You're going to grab probably two receivers, maybe even a tight end, in the first two rounds. All right? And you have trade capital. So they're far from done is basically what I'm getting at here. They're far from done. And they're pretty solid everywhere else. Honestly, like we already, I, I remember I discussed this with you guys. We were talking about the defense to an extent a couple weeks ago. And I told you guys, this defense was a strength last year. And they were playing hurt. They have some top-level guys that just don't get talked about in the public. But in the NFL circle, they'll tell you these guys are elite. The Kenny Clarks, the Jair Alexanders, the Devondre Campbells, Adrian Amos. These guys don't get talked about. So they already have pieces there. The offense, obviously void of playmakers at receiver and tight end. But they're going to do something there. Pretty obvious. They have an elite running back room, elite quarterback. And the offensive line is going to get David Bakhtiari back. Which, I mean, can't be said enough. Elton Jenkins was phenomenal left tackle in his place. So they're loaded. They just need to get some receivers and tight ends. So anyway, there is one last part of this, and it's the Packers will be more competitive this year than last because of the solid D, Pauls, Pauls. great <clears throat> running backs, good coaching except for in the playoffs, and they're getting healthy. So they'll be more competitive, and the division is still Green Bay's. No one else is remotely close. Okay? Here comes the facts of Cat. The Packers will be more competitive this year than last. Facts or Cap? That's Cap. Um, because you can't predict injuries. I mean, if you're going to go based on them getting healthy, of them being more competitive, then to me... Like, that's just that's just throwing shit at the wall and hoping it, stink, it, it uh, sticks. So, for me, it's just like, I, I don't I don't know how you can even say that. Like, what makes them more competitive? Are, uh, are, like, competitive in terms of, like, passion or our better team? Like, what are we talking about? I mean, I don't, I don't care either way. I think it's supreme, Cat, um, <laughs> to be honest. I mean... The, here's the thing: the defense did play well last year. I mean, they held the Niners to 13 points. If you they were have a good defense, all year long, if you have a defense that holds a team to 13 points, and you have Aaron Rodgers, who's supposed to be that dude, you need to score more than 10 points. Their issue wasn't the defense when they exited the playoffs last year; it was the offense. And you lost Nathaniel Hackett, who Aaron Rodgers That's praises, yeah. who Aaron Rodgers praises as a, you know an offensive guru. So I don't. I mean, I don't understand how you could look at that roster now and say that they're more talented. You lost your two best receivers. Well, they're not. That's not even what's being said. What's being said is, will they be more competitive this year? Hell no. 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 Not even close. No. I don't. No I, I don't see. Because honestly, I'm going to say facts, and here's why. Okay. And it's not. It's not even like the talent drop off. You lost Devonte Adams essentially. You lost Darius Smith, and and these are two very good players. MVS. I forgot about him. MVS. All right. I mean, he missed whoa, so whoa. much time. I get it. I get it. But when we talk about MVS on Kansas City, it's a big upgrade. It, or it, it, it helps the Tyree Kill situation. Not to me. I said that he can, he can literally, you have to respect him going over the, the top. speed. Yeah, exactly. And, and look, 
Like, if the Packers kept him, I would have said the same thing. Rogers. If, if Rogers had Listen. that guy and he had Devontae Adams, where you got to respect the speed on either side, you should be lighting shit up. Like, you should be winning Super Bowls. There ain't no way in hell that you can't do it without that. I would have been fine. If you're that good, if you're that guy for four years, 200 million, fucking Brinks truck, Rogers, then yeah. <laughs> hell yeah. You should be winning Super Bowls. No, I'm the same. I'm like, you. I'm I don't understand. You. And like, like, you know, like you said last year, he flopped in the playoffs again. And he lost at home. Remember, he he, he, he always won an uh, NFC, NFC championship game in, in Lambeau. And he got waxed by who? The GOAT. Sit the fuck down, player. You know what I mean? Like, yo, he... My thing is this. If if Green Bay is going to keep them, Green Bay is at fault, too, just as much as he is. They're both dumb as shit. They're both <laughs> never going to win. Oh, he, he ain't winning I can, without, I can give you the simple answer without, whenever you're ready. He's yeah. not winning without Devontae Adams. There's no way. Oh, he, he did it every year up to, up to the point of Devontae becoming elite. What does that mean? What did he win? I mean... They've always been competitive. Yeah, but what did he win? I'm, I, asked, I, I guess I, that's I, fair. I, I'm, I'm saying that's he's not fair. winning without Devontae Adams. I mean, he, he hasn't won a bowl with him, so who's to say you can't win it without him? All right, but we'll I'm see. saying, I'm we're saying though, the facts, we're the see. facts though, we're gonna see. The answer to the question why I say facts as to why they'd be more competitive is because do I see them making it past the fucking divisional round? In all honesty, yeah, I do. Oh no, they're not gonna get bounced in the divisional round this year. They're not. You think they're a shoe in for the playoffs? Oh, my God, yeah. They're not even going to win the division. Good. Save that for a sec. Okay? You're fucking crazy. All right. That's I'm crazy, crazy, but I'll be right in about a year. You will not. You will not. Major bets and resumes. I already, told, I already told you last show I'd shake hands on that. All right. We'll do it here like if that. you want. Like it's that. a little early. And we will. You sure? Whenever you All right, want. hold that thought. But it's simple. It's as simple as that. It's like they are actually gaining... A number of stars back. Losing Devontae Adams, that's an irreplaceable guy. It's the same thing as Tyreek Hill, but they're going to get other pieces there. They actually might have a more balanced room because they're actually going to go out and add more than one fucking piece. They have to go out and get two pieces at least. Minimum. They have to get two pieces. They might not even gotten any if Devontae came back. And in this case, all right, we were back to the same argument that he's going to pigeonhole it to Devontae Adams all year long. And that's that, right? So, I think the room's going to be more balanced, most likely. And, and look, they haven't shown me to this point that they're going to go draft a, a quality receiver in the first round. Facts. So, I'm just taking, I'm going off of a hunch here. I really do think they're going to go out and get some pieces. And the rest of the team is getting better. That's the crazy part. So, it's like, why shouldn't they be as good this year? The NFC sucks. Why shouldn't they be a top two seed? Why shouldn't they advance past the divisional round? It's as simple as that. So because, I, I can hate on Aaron Rodgers. Because here's the bottom line. I can hate point. on him all I want with you guys. Yeah, he's been a no, playoff choker. Here's, here's the bottom line. He, but he's point. getting past no. the divisional round You guys are also missing another key component, too. When you get new receivers, they got to learn your language. They got to learn your chemistry. That, that, that's, a, that's, that's major. Oh, it's true, Nick. And, and guess what? Rookies don't, you gotta rookies, be, you rookies gotta be don't have a lot of success in this league. But you got to be a top-notch leader. If, if From the sounds of this report, of, of, of this... It sounds like he's not a leader. So my thing is this. When you lose Devontae Adams, how are you going to re re like replace that production? 
Don't give me these two pieces, two other wide receivers. You lost MVS. Well, too. I already told so you. So now you got. So you don't have chemistry and you don't have weapons. So what do you got? Well, Aaron Rodgers like, is good yo, enough we, to overcome that. You're, you're going to go in the draft and get a, and get a wide receiver. That's cool. But he's not Devontae Adams. I'm totally with you on that. So it, I don't correct, know what we're talking Dave, about. It is too early to say, but. Yes, I already said Devontae is irreplaceable, but the attack has to become more balanced as a result, which could be a good thing because I felt like they were balanced over targeting. Yeah, but he over targeted it to, to Devontae Adams. And I was less critical of that than you guys. Even I'm saying that right here. I mean, guys he were does. legitimately wide yeah, open. they were. I mean, like that Alan, is true. They, they well, showed the one play. I don't want to say they're legitimately wide Alan open. Alan Lazard They're rarely up. open. But, but you, there but were times where they were, and, and he, he just overlooked it. it. But you right. also got to think, too, a lot of the attention I'm, I'm, went I'm, to I'm Devontae with you. Adams. I'm with you. I, got, I knew what you meant. They had a lot, a lot of the attention went to Devontae Adams. Correct. So, like, now it's going to be somebody. They're going to have trouble, bro. They, they, better, they better figure it out. Because how are you going to negate that attention away is like that's that's attention more you you can put somebody else in the box now yeah but look at all the teams that win the super bowl how many of them have had elite receivers anyway i'm just saying i mean yes he commands attention but is matt flynn is matt how many how many teams recently have had elite receivers winning the super bowl besides the chiefs the bucks i guess you could say the bucks the rams what else though the rams so this is recency okay makes sense i guess what i'm trying to say is in the past because these guys were on these guys were on their first contracts for the most part. You, well, I'm trying to say this, you're saying on this. a second contract. So let me rephrase that. Elite receivers on their second deal. I can't remember a time where they've won a Super Bowl. Can you? Any recently? Who won a Super Bowl? What do you mean? A team with an elite receiver on a second deal, like the one that Tyreek Hill's getting, like the one that Devontae Adams is Stephon getting. Stephon Diggs. Like that, Stephon Diggs. I'm look saying at, he got look, say you got his contract. I'm just saying, look at the teams that win the Super Bowl and how much money they're allocating to the position. They're mostly younger guys. Good they point. are. The Bengals got there with with a rookie receiver and a second year receiver who's largely unproven. It's a great point. They didn't have to allocate the money though. Is what I'm trying to say. So I should have rephrased that. I should have phrased that better the first time around. Gotcha. Is Matt Because obviously, yes, never, never, there was elite okay. receiver play in yeah. the last few, but how many of yeah. them were committing the dollars? You can maybe argue the Bucks, but Mike Evans has a very team-friendly deal. Chris Godwin wasn't up for a contract yet. Is Matt Flynn calling plays for the Packers this year? Matt Flynn? <laughs> you Matt mean... Uh, oh. Matt Flynn, Jesus the Christ. Floor? Yeah, he's oh gonna my say. God, Matt Flynn is crazy. <laughs> Matt he's Flynn. the old backup quarterback. I don't know. Because um, they didn't hire an offensive coordinator. Right? I don't think so. Neither did the Patriots. No, no. <laughs> Bill said he's not in the, uh, in the titles. Is that right? Is that real? Fuck, I yeah, oh, I actually ass. saw something the same. <laughs> I, I saw something the same. Bill might actually be calling the place. Oh, my God. <laughs> he's fucking That's crazy. worse than me calling Matt LaFleur Matt Flynn. You never know. But anyway... Last time Matt LaFleur was an offensive coordinator, I think they he was like the 28th-ranked offense for the Jaguars or something. Just a funny little thing to keep in mind. So let's see what you got, Matty. We'll see. But look what he's done so far. I mean, yeah. you have to give something. No, no, no. no. I'm not taking anything away from him. I'm just saying that the last time he, he got was... the job because of his capabilities there. Yeah. Um, so now it's going to be it's going to be an interesting season with them. The last part, and I hate to carry on, we actually went on <laughs> pretty a long time about this, but the last part is the Packers will win the NFC North again this upcoming season. Facts or cap? 
And are you really going to sit here and say, Cap? It's Cap. The Vikings are winning that division. Now, and what that's, makes you feel so good about that other than the head coach hiring? So I think Kevin O'Connell is a good coach. Right. The Rams were the ninth-ranked offense last year. Um, I think if Kirk Cousins has any more juice to be squeezed out of him, it would come from him. Uh, you have... There's Philly Phil. <laughs> you have Justin Jefferson. You have Dalvin Cook. You have playmakers on there. And now you have an offensive-minded coach in an offensive-minded league, and you don't have an... You know, I don't want to say out of touch, but like Mike Zimmer's kind of... He's old-school mentality. He's not focused on the offense. So he's not the type that's going to bring the most out of Kirk Cousins. Now, I don't know what the most is because Kirk Cousins is your regular he could average be top half. 500 quarterback. For, of course. But I think— I if, mean, the numbers say he's more. Correct. If you get Kirk Cousins, if, if uh, Kevin O'Connell has Kirk Cousins playing at the 10-12 to 12 spot, they're going to they're gonna be something to fuck with. Because honestly, Mike, like, here's the thing. Nick, you'll, and you, you, you can probably fast. back me on this, Nick. What else have they done besides hire a head coach? I mean, Their it's team the same. Is good, like, listen, I actually do think shifting to more of an offensive-minded team makes sense, obviously. They had a defensive-minded head coach who was button heads with the quarterback. <laughs> yeah. And they have all this talent, though. And they really haven't, they haven't really done anything. So the offense kind of stays the same. I expect that'll be a top-five offense. It and, should be. It really should be. But the defense... Still leaves a lot to be desired, and they couldn't get anything out of this defense with all the big names, with a defensive head coach. But they should be able to score more now. I think so. I mean, they already were scoring, though, so it's just like... Like, they, what else is I going mean, to change? They were in the playoff. Maybe a little bit more consistency? Yes, but they like were that's, also... That's all that I can see changing on the offensive side of the ball is consistency because they were already good. And their offense, though, they were in the playoff race. And then didn't Kirk Cousins miss a game with COVID? Yeah. That was part of it. But yeah, they kind of fell of out. They fell out before that. They they I choked away some games. Okay, I didn't know when it was. But they and were... Green Bay fucking flattened them. So, so the question is, do you think Green Bay is going to win the NFC? NFC North. And I say fucking major facts. Uh, Supreme Cat. Because at this point, am I going to really hinge the Packers' success on the loss of Devontae Adams, which is major? But it's the same thing <laughs> with the Chiefs. It's the sum of the parts, guys. It's a team fucking game, and they're still a very good team, just like the Chiefs. And in a weaker division, mind you. I actually do think the Vikings could be a playoff team. I just can't see them dethroning the Packers yet because they haven't done anything besides hire a coach. They haven't done anything to move the needle for me. The Packers lost Devonta Adams, but they didn't lose anything else. Yeah, but the continuity matters too. Another year in the offense with Justin Jefferson, uh, Adam Thielen. You got Dalvin Cook again. For yeah, but you just year. said continuity, but it's a new head coach. You're restarting. Here, Mike. I'm, it's I'm a new you, offense. I'm letting you check my resume. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want me to read that? Yeah. It says resume. I'm the best. Thank you. That is the, that's just shot out though. That's a shot cap. I mean, I love you and all, but. <laughs> To say the Vikings right now are are the division champs is shot, and I would shake on it right now easily. Are you sure? I'm a pop. Like, I, I, it's are a you guarantee. Sure? It's I, a guarantee. Damn. That's I'm I'm if I'm not gonna I'm not gonna right say now, I'm not gonna I mean, guarantee. Yeah. I, I can I can give you a, you know I'll, I'll let you rain check it past the draft if you want. I have no lack of confidence here. Neither do I. Think I. No matter what the Vikings do, the Packers are gonna win this division. Oh no, hell no. That's where I'm at with this. And I'm, not, I'm the exact like, right on the Vikings. It's their I division swear. still. Really? Why? 
Because I just think that they're better. It's just a hunch, is what he's saying. I just a hunch that I think that the Vikings, and it's it's not for me. If if, if I'm lining it up, I'm taking Kirk Cousins, Dalvin Cook, and Justin Jefferson over Aaron Rodgers, Alan Lazard, and Aaron Jones. But it's just some of the parts, Mike. It's just some of the parts. So let's. I'm with let, you. We know hey, the Packers. The Packers are not going into this season with their current receiving core. So of course you're going to take them right now. But the sum of the parts. Green Bay's offensive line, Green Bay's quarterback, Green Bay's running backs, Green Bay's defense. You talk about one position group, and it's gonna—you know—it's a position uh, position group that's gonna change. You know this. We don't know. We don't. No, we know this. No, they might have to prove something else to Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> and start Alan Lazard. <laughs> yeah. And Equinemia St. Brown. <laughs> yeah. If he's no, actually, I don't even know if he's there anymore. No it's, I'm sorry, Randall Cobb. Do they still have him? Yeah, I think so. Randall come Cobb, on. Alan Lazard. We know yeah, that. It's, it's come the Vikings. On. It's the Vikings. You're shot. Any time of this show, are you sure? Yes. I mean, oh my God. I, I actually think Green Bay's got a pretty decently. Don't say fucking schedule right now. This is silly. Tough schedule. We don't even know when they're playing who, you know. They might get, get swept by the Vikings. Uh, that was Cap. I'm they kidding. fucking I know, mopped I'm the saying, floors just, with the glimpse. Vikings this year. Just, I mean, they, they got to play the Bucks in. Uh, in Tampa, they gonna get whacked. They gotta play the Commanders. Yeah, they got the Commanders. Yeah, they do. Look out, <laughs> man! You guys. Are in crazy. Washington too. All right, we're it's gonna, gonna be loud there, bro. We're getting off of this subject, but I, I just want to ask you though: Did this narrative give you like an, a little bit of thinking to do here? Like, I think you guys really at least. You it were like, me, wow! It made me think, but it, it it to me it told me everything I already felt so you and kind knew of about feel like, Rodgers. Yeah, like it, it, it didn't. It validated it for me. It didn't move the needle in terms of like my thoughts no but like it did get me thinking and some of it i do actually believe to be true that's all it is I, right I, is that a fair assessment we yeah, no, we, no, no change I, I get us, it. I just, but I just, there I, might be some truth to it that's a that's a an nfl franchise playing games uh, that's why i don't believe your quarterback. But it's, it doesn't it's make just, any sense come on let's let's be real you think people are that evil if yes. you do then you don't trust humanity <laughs> i do think people are that evil all right well Follow your heart. It will never lie to you. You hear that sound, fellas? That is me moving on because, wow, I actually, like, honestly, God, I wasn't sure how long that segment would take. And it took a lot longer. It's all good. It's a good conversation. It is. It's thought-provoking. And here we are. We're already making bets on the fucking Packers versus the Vikings. Vikings are good. And we had Phil mark this down on last show. So in case you you forget that, Phil wrote it down in the notes. It's in the, yeah, I mean, that's crazy. All right. I'm going with the, you know. He's got the, the They're on hard knocks. Wait, so, I, so, you, so you said cap, but you were city. saying with sarcasm, you said cap. <laughs> Come on. The Packers are winning that division. Just say facts. I believe in you. Say it, because yeah. I want two people. I want I want to look at you both and start off with a bang of check. Here we, my here we go again. Resume. I'm visor. Here we go again. Just fucking <laughs> taking a dump I'm on quarterbacks cap. we don't like. <laughs> half <laughs> cap. All right. You guys are shot. <laughs> Tom Brady. Stupid. The GOAT. The GOAT, guys. Fucking right. Okay. The fucking GOAT. There's reports out there, and we have to we have to talk about it because we haven't yet. And we love talking about Tom Brady, all right? There is a report from a a verified source, a credible one, mind you, one that was the first to report Tom Brady to Tampa Bay being a done deal back in the day, all right? So this is no slouch. The guy's name is Dale Arnold. He was the first to report that. 
So this is the guy reporting that not only did this Tom Brady Dolphins thing, was it true, but they're actively working on it. The Dolphins are actively working on trying to get Tom Brady to be the quarterback of their franchise. The original report was a long time ago now. This is uh, January that Brady was being offered an ownership stake with the Dolphins for, you know, post-career, etc. Um, and Sean Payton would be the head coach. We we did maybe mention that in a show. And we were mm-hmm. like, ah, well, it don't matter now, right? Mm-hmm. Obviously, Sean Payton's not coming back. Um, but, you know, here they are. So they're still saying this. Um, and here's the part. Here's the other parts to it. There was another report saying that there's nothing going on there. Brady recruited free agents to Tampa. Uh, returning Bucks players, you got Fournette, yeah. etc. Okay, those guys. But then there's the other side of it again. Gronk hasn't signed yet. Interesting. Why? He's chilling, bro. He's fucking probably, but it still hasn't. It hasn't been done yet. It's always jokes. Okay. I'll be back. But then, on the flip side again, where's the Dolphins' draft capital to make this happen? They just gave it away, right? Mm-hmm. So, and then I guess you know, in this in this scenario, there was a mention that Jimmy G could be a pivot. As the Bucks QB, if something like this happened. Now, that part, I fucking major cap. All right. But what I'm trying to get at here is, do you believe that first report where the Dolphins are actively trying to get Tom Brady? No. I don't think any of that stuff is happening. I think that stuff was happening when he was a free agent back in 2020 before he signed the Bucks. Because remember that report came out where... The owner um, was meeting with Sean Payton and some other star quarterback or something on on a yacht or whatever. I think that's when they talked about it. But then, you know, I guess I guess he just chose Tampa. But then we remember that report came out. Where, you know, we were talking off air about it, and um, we were saying, uh, you know, you chose that mother effer over me. <laughs> like, whoa, 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 not mother effer. Say it, say it. Let him know who you are, motherfucker. Fuck. Yeah, we were kind of Whatever. PG. With, with yeah, a, I, yeah. I, I, I like kind of. I want to be real. Stifled I myself in the my beginning. Bad, my I'm bad. rated R for real. I'm just. I was just reading like a like a headline in my head. Well, here, you know I mean? while you're paused, so, I just want to make sure that the audience remembers that this right here is the biggest Tom Brady fan of all time. No cap. Like, he loves him. Yeah, just that's my guy. Great love. I, I don't like. I I believe. I believe that. Like, I believe that it was. <laughs> In the works, probably at some point in during his free agency, but then I think that you know the Dolphins maybe shifted a little bit, and that's when he said, "You chose that mother effer over me." That's what I think would happen. Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yes, they stuck with yeah. They that act that really does that, that actually makes adds sense. Up. Yeah. Some that of makes it, sense. some of it resonates. So I right? think I think now is just now it's just all smoke and mirrors. It's quiet as hell in the off season, like usually, typically. The Dolphins, they're rocking with Tua, bro. Like, they just got rid of five draft picks. They don't have all these picks to get Brady. Two parts here. One, do I believe <laughs> that they're going after him now? No. I think maybe a couple months ago in January, yeah, I could see that. They might have been trying to convince uh, the Bucks or Tom Brady and or Tom Brady to do something. But that's that's January. Yeah, but it's he's fucking, already signed. he was already signed with the Bucks. The Bucks ain't going to get rid of him. Uh, oh, hell no. Well, and, you never know. But I'm just, also, I'm just saying, though, do I believe that the Dolphins were trying to go after him? Yeah. 
I do believe that. Yeah, but I, I, I don't believe it right now, though. I think that yeah. this is shut down now. Yeah. If I, the I, Dolphins were willing to pay that for Tyreek Hill, I can't even imagine what they would have paid for Tom Brady. Well, well, well here's Bruce the other, Harry instead of five, yeah. five number ones. Bruce said five <laughs> ones, well, and that's up. that's not even realistic anyway. But fork it up. <laughs> I, I mean, you want the goat? Fork it up, bro. They still don't have the capital to Coming do it. Even if job. we if, if we offset that comment, yeah, yeah, yeah. they still don't have the capital to do it unless they start dipping into the future. And at that point, it's like okay. Well, I mean. I'll, I'll leave it to you guys when we talk about it in a second. But, like, is it worth it to go out and try to win the bowl? Probably. It's Tom Brady we're talking about. Oh, yeah, no doubt. But what I'm saying is, like, I, I just don't see. I, I don't I, think it's happening either. Even, for the even if that happened, like, I, like I, I, even if the Dolphins were trying, I just don't see Brady just saying, okay, yeah, I'll accept the trade of the Dolphins. Because he, he literally texted Chris Godwin and Mike Evans. Uh, like 20 minutes before well, he announced that he was actually coming back on social media. That, that might have been coming back. That might have so, been like, after he's the an fact, honorable though, guy, but That could have been after the fact. It's possible, at least. What do you mean? The Dolphins thing happened before anywhere near the time where he decided to come back. I'm oh, saying no, that the Bucs might have shut it. The Bucs might have shut it down it. that he wasn't allowed to move if he came back. Oh, I, I don't. I'm just saying. I don't, going I back just, to January. I don't think there was any trade talks because I, I felt like when he was retired, people really thought he was retired. Some people did. You know what I mean? So, like, my thing is this. Like, okay, like, if he's retired, then you have a young quarterback. Why would you? It doesn't make any sense. My attention would be on the young quarterback and getting him some help, which they did with Tyree Kill. So, I, I, I don't know. I just they don't believe it. Probably just throwing out some feelers to see if they could wiggle him loose, I guess. You ain't, you ain't getting Brady. No, and they made that clear. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And I don't so, think – so, at this point, I guess the follow-up here would be this. Do you think it's possible that Brady goes there next year as a free agent? That's a possibility. And I was, you know, and like, then they I, get to I, see what happens with yeah. two this year. Right. They and could. Brady can go out and make a run with Tampa. Sure. Mike, time. Mike theories. They can hope that Tua plays well, gets them to the playoffs, then they can flip them and get one of their first-round picks back. And still get and then, Tom Brady. And get Tom Brady agency. and free agency. Or, send, so or swap Tua and send him to, to, to uh, Tampa. If, if you think if, – if Tua gets the, like, the Dolphins to the playoffs and they make a run and then they were like, shit, we need Brady's to well, take us over the top, fuck it, we'll swap you and we'll give you like fucking – Three, three number ones on well, top. Of it, he would be an unrestricted <laughs> free agent. So like Brady would go there, but they could still give two to Tampa on the side. It just wouldn't 46. be. A, it wouldn't be a, a, a trade. Forty six years old, he go trade a fucking young quarterback and three number ones for Brady. <laughs> that would even that match. I mean, he would have went in Lombardi. Bro. I mean, that's some crazy ass <laughs> shit. But it's not even possible because he'd be unrestricted. So. But, I mean, they could still give two of their – if Brady left, it would be like, oh, shit. It's essentially like you guys need a quarterback now because we stole him from you. That's wild. I actually do think he could go there next year. Because the, he... the ownership thing makes sense. Miami is a destination. Tom Brady. And look at this. Actually, I'll give you this, and then I'm going to I'm gonna follow up with the next part. I, I mean, can it, can it wait or no? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. It's actually it – was, it was about the okay, next good, part. Good, good, <clears throat> good. Because what I'm going to get at here is this Dolphins team now – Kind of reminds me of the Bucks before Brady joined. Very similar. The way that they're trying to build this team. Defense, a lot of young pieces. Ascending. One of the better units and doesn't get talked about. Young wide receivers. Right? A, a veteran. They got, they got legit wide receivers. They got a legit two of them right there. Three, really. Maybe. Cedric, I mean, I'm counting Devontae Wilson, Parker. Cedric Wilson would thrive. With so they really Parker. have like three and a half, four. I'll get to that. And a tight Pause. end. And they just went out and upgraded the offensive line. 
And they tried to upgrade the running back room. If if Moster can stay healthy, that's a great move. Yeah. Chase Edmonds, Chase Edmonds is also a good player, he's a but he's not he's not back. meant to be a full timer. That's gotcha. all. But Moster. still, the point is like, there's a lot of similarities. The running back room in Tampa wasn't a complete thing by any means. So the point is, there's you know, so I set the scene for you. Okay. So for this year, if God forbid, and this is just a total crazy hypothetical here. If Tom Brady was the Dolphins QB this year, this year, this would be fucking like earth shattering news, okay? We say it won't happen, but if it happened, purely hypothetical, where would the Dolphins rank in the NFL? And would they be better or worse than the Bucks with Brady? So, Dolphins Brady, Bucks Brady. If he was Two to parts. join the Dolphins, I mean, I can't think of. Two better receivers for him than Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle and Mike Gusecki. It would be insane. I mean, it opens I up everything because now he could throw downfield. Yeah. I mean, I don't. I'm I'm dead serious. Like I'm actually trying to really picture how dominant that would be, and I'm trying to compare it to something because it would just be otherworldly. I mean, th- he would he would break the. I mean, he's broken every record. He holds every record. But I'm just saying, like, I just they would score probably. 35 or 40 points easy that speed alone would just cross and his arm is still there to hit Tariq over the top so like that's not even a question like you you could have the questions with Tua on that and you're saying that Tyreek's gonna have to learn to be more underneath but I mean Tom Brady's arm didn't go anywhere and like he says his his mind didn't slow down if anything it sped up so like to me they would be they would be right at the top like they would be giving the bills a run for their money like if he was to go into the to the dolphins right now he would he would put fear in the AFC no doubt i think they win the division too i don't give a shit if the bills oh, are oh yeah uh, i mean i would I, I would i would probably they would give the bills a run for their money absolutely they would beat uh, the bills he's 35 and 3 he got my some only like, question like all, my thought lifetime, my right? thought would be Mike, that i think Mike the McDaniel. dolphins that's my I, only I like question that, i like him though because he's he's a pro, he's he's from Bro. Kyle Shanahan's tree those wide receivers are going to be running wild. It would be unbelievable. I would kind of. Debo Samuel and, and Ayuk were doing their thing, bro. You got Waddle, who's proving like 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 legit. Nah, bro. Number one, Tyreek Hill. Dude. I would like in this case, I would and say Hill. like, I think the Dolphins would maybe just edge out the Bills for the division, just simply because of Tom Brady. No Even doubt. though the Bills roster is better, but Tom Brady makes them a division winner. They'd have two Super Bowl contenders in the division. That's what I would say. They'd be a Super Bowl contender. 100%. They would smoke but the Patriots. The they AFC is loaded. So as far as Facts. where they rank in the AFC, I mean, let's talk about it. All right. So who's like, definitively better than them? Definitively? Really? Like, who? I, I would go. I would still say, like, the Bills are better, but that doesn't mean that I think that they're going to win a division. Correct. Like, you know what I mean? The Bills are a better team than them. Do you think? Do you think the Bengals are a better team right now? Than they would be with Brady. And Miami Brady was on the Dolphins. Yeah, I'm saying that. Miami like, would be better. Okay. Miami's a more complete team. They are. Uh, That's yeah. not even really disputable, honestly. So yeah, I think I think the Bengals are being slept on a little bit. Too. They are, but they're they're not a more complete roster. The only difference is quarterback. I, I, no, it's it's a fair point. It's just I'm just having conversation because, like. Do you trust them more than the Chargers? Yes, I trust Tom yeah. Brady over Justin Herbert. I kind of do. Do I trust them over the Chiefs? I do now. Do I trust them over? Um, do I trust them over the Broncos? Here's the only reason I, I do trust them over the Broncos, but Broncos with Russell Wilson, like Russell Wilson's been there, he's been in that moment. Like I would give Russell Wilson at that point more 
than the Chargers and the Chiefs. He's been there and in that moment. Like, I know I, Russell Wilson here, knows how to play. Tell you what. I'll well, second I mean, that. I'll say, I'll say this. Go ahead. I'll say this about Miami. I, I, I don't think their defense would, would, is, is it, better than It's kind of Bucks. Bucks two years ago. Sort of. I mean, they're, they were ascending, like, at, you know, later in the year, but then they fell off the last couple of weeks. Um, and is Josh Boyer anything special? They were really good the year before, too. He's their defensive coordinator. Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. Josh no. Boyer. So they're like, they're probably a pass rusher away, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. But they're better in some areas that the Bucks were lacking. I mean, look at the cornerbacks. Oh, got Davian Howard, Byron Jones. Cedric Wilson's a good wide receiver. Yeah, and He's, Devontae Parker's he, probably getting he shipped play, out. He can, yeah. He, can, he, yeah, he can play. Cedric Wilson can yeah, play. He, he can was play. handling his own in Dallas. Yeah, he was. Seriously. Devontae Parker's either going to be a Chief, Packer, or Eagle probably in a week. And I'd probably lay wood on that. Pauls. Pauls. I mean, um, but if, like I would say here, I would I, say this. I would say they're a top three team in the AFC, I, and I would say I'd give a slight edge to the Bills and Broncos. But that doesn't affect my thinking as far as how far the Dolphins would go. I think they'd be a Super Bowl contender, but I'd say the Broncos and the Bills are slightly better. But they would they would beat out the Chiefs here in this scenario. For um, me, definitively better. The only like if you had oh uh, no, nah, you think the Broncos would be better than the Dolphins if Brady was in the Dolphins slightly. Really? Yeah. Why? Just more well-rounded roster. I'm the opposite, but I think the defense, that, the that defense is elite. Would be the scariest. And the offense is going to be really good. They're going to be a really good offense. But that's why I said slight. It's just slight. But at the end of the day, some I of mean, the parts. It's Tom Brady and to imagine, put him with those two. Imagine Brady throwing in Tyree Kill across the middle and him going 80. They'd yards. be a Super Bowl contender right that now. Immediately. Be insane because you know Brady can go down the field. Yeah. You know he could do that consistently. And then he's never had that guy for his, for a long period of time in his career besides Randy Moss and, and you then, know them boys. And then but Chase like, Edmonds is a pass catching back. He did oh, well he last year with with Kyler and the Cardinals. Like yeah. Kyler had a lot of dump offs to him. But when what, he's in trouble, but Mike, he's, what, he's what good when utilized this. properly. Correct. But what I'm saying is this. He's, he can methodically go down the field. If he's yes. getting explosive plays for 80 yards and, or 70 yards like, like Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle could do, bro, you would be unstoppable. I know. Because think about it. That offense would be scoring because a lot of points. You got to think about it like this. A lot. 35, 40 You got to think about it like this, right? Say all the drives that he goes down the field, just say he has like three, four a game, that's 21 points. You have that one explosive play, right? But that drive, you could have went three and out almost. He could, because Tyree Kill could take a seven-yard slant and go to the house, right? Easily. But some wide receivers get tackled there. You can also go three and out on that drive. You can add. You could potentially add seven, seven points a game from explosive plays like that. So think about that. That's, that's a that's a major difference. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, and is. and for like an, an, an opponent, like for like for like in like the opponents side of the view, you're like fuck. I got to go against Brady, and I have all this against me. Good luck. So think about that. Like that's just like the mental defeat too. So I don't know, man. I don't know. That would be crazy. And it's funny. I feel like this even so. If you were to say, just say the Bills and the Broncos, okay, they're definitively better overall than the Dolphins. I guarantee you, if you ask an NFC opponent who would you rather play in the Super Bowl, they say those two before the, the Dolphins with Brady on there. Agreed. As soon as he gets into the playoffs, look the fuck out. That's my thought process. What's going on here? I don't know, man. I just think that, like, the explosive plays are just, they're, they're, they're major, bro. 
Think about it, man. Like, you can go three and out potentially, but Momentum. this guy could go to to the house, bro. This guy is a track star. Like he's piecing people the fuck out of here. Drummond like, did last night too. This guy is quick, <laughs> man. That was funny. But guys, uh, real quick, I I really do think, by the way, we're not gonna be able to get to Kyler probably today. But we'll start off Thursday with him. I think that we should cover Eagles before we go. We can get five minutes. Um, so I got a quick question for you though, as far as the Jimmy G thing, because obviously the Bucks would have to do something in that scenario. So this is again purely hypothetical. All right. But where would the Bucks rank if Jimmy G was quarterback of their team right now? Would they be a playoff team? Absolutely. Absolutely. Probably. They would right? win their division, too, because yeah. the division's weak. Yeah. I told him he was old. <laughs> now, the Over division... The well, the division's would they, weak. Would they be better than the Saints? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Um, it would be close. No way. Hell no. Well, who, Jameis? Yeah. Oh, hell it's no. Same, same level quarterback. No way. Oh, Jameis is better what? than Jimmy G. What? Yeah. We might not talk Eagles tonight. No He's way. He's better. Jameis Winston is better than Jimmy G. Yes. Come on, bro. What he are you is. talking about? That's the crazy. That's wild. Bro. I, I do nothing but shit on Jameis Winston. That is wild. But I shit on Jimmy a G. Italian, that is and wild, you are doing bro. that to that's, Jimmy that's G. Oh, look, no one wants him, right? That's crazy. They agree with me. That's, that's okay. Crazy. If you guys, if you guys want to agree with each other, the league agrees with me. I don't care about the league. Bro. Super what Bowl, I see is two yeah, NFC Championship games, and one of the dude throws for thirty and thirty, steals crab legs, eats W's. Fucking. Nah, we don't know what would have happened with the Saints last year. If he stayed healthy, they were winning games. I actually That's all like, I'm gonna say. I, I, the funny thing, I actually don't hate Jameis because Jimmy I, I G think he can play a little bit. Jimmy G wins games, but it doesn't mean he's doing it at a high level. He's a good quarterback who can win you some games. I would love to see if he just That's hit all. Emmanuel Sanders. He's on, on one numbers. of the better franchises in the league. That's all. We're gonna see because when Trey Lance takes the reins, he better he better come out firing. I would say they're a playoff team, though, with Jimmy G. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But they're not. I, I would think that the, the Saints would probably win out there. I actually think the Saints would win the division. Bucks would be a wild card. I didn't expect you to say that. Really? I really didn't. Mm -hmm. I'm dead serious. I didn't. You actually got You think Jameis Winston's really better than Jimmy G? Yeah. How? It's statistically <laughs> proven, too. I, I, I don't understand. It is. I do, do I need to pull it up? It's no. going to waste a lot of time on the show. But I mean, I don't really I care. I'm just curious to see what you got to say. We'll yeah, fight tonight. I guarantee he's got, more, he's got more arm talent. He's statistically better. And honestly, I mean, the only thing that Jimmy G does better is not turn the ball over. But is that even really like, can I even really say that? The guy throws a lot of ducks, too. It's just like timing. And we just saw what Jameis could do on a better team in a better offense that is catered to him. And he, he reduced his turnovers tremendously. Rob, I'm sorry. I... Listen. <laughs> Remember, I'm supposed to be the rational one. I know. I think I, I am being I'm pretty. I think you guys are smoking that Jimmy G shit. That's all it is. Nah, bro. I'm smoking, but not that. Not, not that crazy. He's he's a good quarterback. But look, bro. He's look what the Jameis. league thinks of him. Bro, Jameis is trash. He threw he threw Why? 30 bro. interceptions in a season. But he's thrown for 30 plus too. Yeah, I know. But like Jimmy it's G a, it's a can't watch. even. Jimmy G's like a walking. You know. I, I lost my phrase, I was going to say, but he's limping to fucking 20. But why? why what makes you say that, bro? He's like, a if better quarterback, but he's been in better surround. Oh, my God. Let me reword this. Jameis is a better quarterback, but Jimmy's been in better surroundings. That's all it is. And Jimmy also oh, is no. consistent. Oh, no. Tom Brady won a Super Bowl with the same exact yeah. team that Jameis Winston they, was booty on. I, I understand that. But Jameis was also playing at a high level the year before, too. Yes, he threw 30 interceptions, but he also threw 30-plus touchdowns, too. I'm just saying, the guy, the guy needed to obviously change the way he played.
So the guy did that this year, that? and he had seven wins this year. Or was it six? I don't even remember. I don't have it in front of me. But he had six wins with the Saints. Yeah, but you he don't changed think, his style of play. You don't think Jimmy G could throw 30, 30 touchdowns with no. the Bucks offense? No. Why not? I don't, because he already had that level of offense. Yeah, but they're a pass-heavy team. I know, because of Brady, but why can't it be the same thing with Jimmy G? If they actually You take away it? the run game, which the Bucks, you could argue they had a decent one, but a lot of it is shoulder on Tom Brady. They they lead the league in pass attempts. Oh, yeah, no doubt. Okay? That's what I'm saying. You don't think but he can throw 30, 30 touchdowns? you changed the offense. If Jimmy G doesn't have a run-first offense, Jimmy G gets exposed. Jimmy G can't be that guy that's going to throw 30 times a game. He can't do that. That's not who he is. He needs to be throwing 20 times a game, and it needs to be a run-heavy offense with simple throws across the middle. That's Jimmy G. He can't throw outside the numbers. He can't throw past 15 yards. Jameis can do that stuff. Two NFC Championship games. Well, look, he's he's safe. He's safe. It's all timely stuff here. He doesn't make the fuck-up plays when it matters most, so there's the edge right there. That's it. Leadership, I'd give him an edge. What else? What else is he better at? Winning. Yeah. I just said that, though. But that's, again, that's a product of surroundings, too. Jameis just won six, seven games this year, finally in a team where they, they taught him how to play quarterback properly, and they made it they made it work around him. That's all. It wasn't even supposed to go this far, honestly. <laughs> Bro, I, I just... Go ahead. You can never... He can make more throws than Jimmy G can. Yeah, to the other team. That's yeah. also true. Yeah, so what... Prior to last year... Last year, he had three or four interceptions. In one game. <laughs> and for the season, he had literally three or four, I think. Maybe five. How many games did he play? Five or six? He had six or seven wins. Ugh. I'm almost certain of this. I don't know, man. I just, I'm not a fan of the Winston. I, I, I don't see it. I don't, I don't see it. Do I, I mean, want either of them as my quarterback? No, I, I'm just I mean, simply saying. I want somebody that's going to go in a hostile environment and go get me a W in the fucking playoffs, and that's what Jimmy G's done. I mean, yeah, he, he never won a and Super Bowl, but he's got the And you know what? When you guys so say give that. Me somebody like that all When day. you say that, I wonder why he don't get a job. But then on the other hand, when I watch him play, I don't wonder that because he can't, he can't make the throws to be a starting quarterback. He's, like, decent. He's decent. He's a bottom 10 guy. If he's Jameis so, is a bottom 10 but, guy, too, for but, that record. But here's the thing. If he's so decent, then why ain't the 49ers going to cut him? Guess you're going to find out. I don't think they're going to cut him. There's probably cap stuff if involved he returns, there. If he's he re- returning. I'm going to make a bold, bold prediction. If he returns to the 49ers, he will beat out Trey Lance to be the starting quarterback this year. They're going to have to make yeah. him beat him out if he returns. Well, the cap that's what's happening that's there. That's, if he returns, he's not coming as a backup. That's a fair – That's yeah, they, they're in yeah, a messy no, situation, I, no, too, actually. You. They've already moved on, guys. They made it pretty clear. They moved on. He's getting cut. No way, dude. They're going to hold out as long as possible to see what happens with the teams that need quarterbacks. There's only a few of them. And maybe he gets shipped out. It's more likely he gets cut. Around June? It's Yeah. yeah. It would be cap-related. It's more likely he gets cut at this point. I know, but here's the thing. I would trade. I would Listen, I would like to see him get traded, too. But... There's no one that wants him. So if if they cut him now, they they got to take the twenty five million dollar cap hit, something like that. I don't have it in front of me. Yeah. <laughs> I see you trolling. Paul's in the comments. I have that, dude. Listen, family, I'm just calling it how I see it. Jameis Winston yeah, know, is man. better than Jimmy G. I mean, I'm, besides I'm winning, winning, there's that's really one not, the, that's there's one like, of the wildest takes like, you've ever said to me. It's not, though. Statistically, it's really not even close. It's just that you're going to say wins because you guys favor QB wins, and I'm more of a it's a team game guy. 
All right. So the Saints are the first team that catered the offense around Jameis Winston's strengths, and they minimized the mistakes last year. They were winning games. If he was healthy for two more games even, they would have been a playoff team. They missed by a tiebreaker. I actually, the Eagles missed the playoffs. I do think not. Jameis is a capable quarterback. And I'm not so saying, I'm not again, I'm not saying I like him either. I'm just saying I like him more than Jimmy G. I would trust Jimmy G more than Jameis Winston. That's, oh, that's again, yeah. I said trust. I agree there, too. I said that, trust. That's why I would take him. I just simply said that Jameis is better. He's a better quarterback. I don't, I, but I disagree with that, too. Jimmy's so. a more trustworthy quarterback. There's a difference between the two. We're there really is. There's a, there's a real difference, though. There's a difference. There is. Nobody wants him, guys. I don't. Here's the thing. I don't, I'm I don't actually surprised by that. I don't know why. I don't. I thought someone would overpay for this guy. I think the it thing was Washington. Is, as soon as they got Wentz, it was over. Washington was Jimmy G's team. I just my thing. That's is, where he was going. You I, said it too, right? I think so many people you and I traded. Both said it. So many people traded for like elite talent that I feel like the teams now that are left over aren't trading for like middle of the pack guys. I mean, yeah. Well, the price. I'm not high. paying 25 million yeah. for Jimmy G. I'd rather get him when they cut him. I don't he's think just, they're going to cut him. They're going to have to. There's no way he restructures. I, I guarantee you that. And there's no way that they hand this job back to him. I know we're not after going after what just transpired. I know we're not going to go into it. I'm just saying, I can't believe they're going to cut a guy and play a guy that hasn't played that played one game in the last. Bro, two he years. went to two championship games and a Super Bowl appearance. I, I, I don't But the understand 49ers why. don't believe in him either. That's the thing. I don't know. They're he's dumb. in the building. They're dumb. And they don't believe in him either. Bad stuff. There's something to it, guys. It's just it's because he's No. He's, it's ego. He's because Kyle Shanahan is an quarterback. Kyle Shanahan below to average quarterback. I think it's ego and I think Kyle Shanahan isn't accept isn't showing humility and accepting that he lost both of those games. He lost them. I You're mean, you could argue that, leads. but Jimmy G did too. Jimmy G did too, guys. He did. Jimmy G went and beat the Packers. Yeah, but he got to the Super Bowl. Beat Dallas. What, about, what about the missed throw in the Super Bowl? That and it happens. What about you know Kyle? which one? Yeah. I don't have to who say was, which. Okay, who was the offensive coordinator that blew a twenty-eight to three lead? I get that. He should have even been a head coach at that point. I'm not saying he's absolved of it. So you don't trust. But so, he's, he doesn't do enough to elevate my team. He just doesn't. So Kyle Shanahan he keeps can't it on, win. He keeps the train on the tracks. That'll work. He's the best at that. That'll work. So Kyle Shanahan can't win with Matt Ryan or Jimmy G, but he's going to win with somebody from a Division II school that hasn't played more than one game in going on three years. Interesting stuff. It is interesting. Almost as interesting as the two people that are going to sit here and tell me that Jimmy G's not getting traded because of the surgery to his non-throwing shoulder. Listen, guys, I love you both. There is no way that has anything to do with him not getting traded right now. There were better options on the market, and they were all taken, and now there's three teams that may or may not want a rookie instead or a Baker Mayfield instead. That's all it is. The market didn't I, I work on his favor. That. Yeah, the market screwed there up. There were better options out there. Okay, but uh, he who, is, the, who is there better and option? Baker Mayfield is a better option right now. So I would you, take Baker Mayfield over Jimmy G. But are you going to pay the price tag? You don't, I already no, told you this. Uh, no, I'm just, <laughs> Why are you surprised? I said this fucking but are you going to pay the price tag? For who? For what? For Baker. What price tag? What yeah, do you mean? I don't even tag? know what they're asking. I don't understand. If you're going to get if you're going to bring if you're going to bring in Baker, then what are you going to do with Jimmy G? And what are you going to give up to get Baker? Is it worth it? I wouldn't think, touch Baker. Right I wouldn't it? touch Baker. You right now, that there's no established Jimmy G. I don't care if fuck with There's no says. established price tag with either of them. And Bro, neither I, I of them have been moved talking. yet. I'm Here's just saying, thing. I'd Bro, rather have Baker than Jimmy G. I'd rather the, give him a shot. The biggest issue right now with Baker and Jimmy G is teams know that they either they have to get cut. 
Like, you're not just going to give up a pick. They know that they their have hands, to get cut. Their hands are forced. If they don't lower their compensation requirements, they're they're not going to be tradable. They're going to be cut. And also, for the record, Baker costs less than Jimmy G right now. Baker's, what, 18 and Jimmy G is Monetarily, 25. yes. Something like that. It's just the way the market shaped up. That's all The market didn't work out for either of them, really. Yeah, it sucks. But They both mismanaged it. <sighs> but I'd rather have uh, Baker, too. I just... I don't know, man. Even I, I want some guy more. who's been proven. The guy that can go I in the hospital environment and get it done. <laughs> I love hearing it. I love hearing it. I already, I already told you how I feel about Baker. We can sit, we've we sat here and shat Fuck on Baker. him. I don't care about we Baker. We shat on him all year long. I'm talking about Jimmy G. We ain't got to do all that. Slow your roll. Love you. All right, guys. Let's do a quick Eagles thing because we're already over time. We might as well fucking finish out the 930, right? Okay. Philly Phil's not here to, to desperately need to take a shit at 920. So yeah. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> and I hope he's out there listening. <laughs> oh, shit. All right, all right, all right. Guys, the Philadelphia Eagles added a linebacker. What? A linebacker. Kaiser. <laughs> I think it's actually pronounced Kazir, by the way. Oh, excuse me. I know. Kazir. We gonna Kazir learn. White. We gonna learn. Okay, the Eagles sign linebacker Kazir White, 26 years old. One-year deal. Five million dollars. All right. Here's the stats: 144 combined tackles. That's seventh in the NFL. He was top five in tackles on run plays with 62. He had a sack. He had two picks, two forced fumbles. All right. Former fourth round pick. He's from Plainfield, New Jersey. Played for Emmaus High School. All right. PFF ranked him 20th best linebacker this past season out of 87. All right. Yeah, I like the move. I like grade the signing. And do you think he is legit? Like, here's the thing: they always get these one-year guys who have had decent stats elsewhere. Is he legit? Is, I, is I grade the it, signing and is he legit? This is easy. I give it an A because he took, you only paid the guy five million dollars and he had 144 tackles and he played all 16 games last year or 17 games. So like my like my thing is he's got health. He he produces on the field and you got him for cheap. So my thing is it's an A and you fill a position of need and. So for me, it's a home run. Like I don't understand. And he can't be any worse than what we've had. Yeah, <laughs> that's my point. So, but I'm gonna give it a B because they need to get Bobby Wagner. And that well, would be well, a, but and you know what's going to happen? I know. That's, that's they why they're not going to get him. Guy you don't want to go there. I know. He's going to go to the Rams because they just have infinite money. Rams or Ravens at this point. A team that he thinks can win. But I give it an A because... If, it is. It is a supreme upgrade. For Bobby for Bobby Wagner, you got you to fork up the bag. Yeah. But where this guy, I can get, I can pay them $5 million, maybe half his cost, and get 144 tackle production, possibly. Well, Bobby Wagner wants one With year 11 no million. ties. I would do that in a heartbeat. So would I. That's what, they, that's what he but, said he asked for. But besides the, the point... He's not coming here. That's the whole point. He was never going to come here. I'm, I'm fine with, with White. I think he's yeah. good. I'll give it an A minus position to need. I actually do think he could play. I was watching a little bit because um, I needed to see for myself whether or not I think he could play. Um, I think that he's definitely a tackler. Pretty obvious, right? The stats say it, but he's a sound tackler. Um, he's pretty good moving laterally from what I saw. And he converted safety, guys. Converted safety. So I actually, like... He's not that bad in pass coverage either. In comparison to most linebackers, he's going to be better than most in coverage. He's got the speed and he's a converted safety. So I think that's a that's the kind of guy that fits Jonathan Gannon's defense pretty well. The versatility, uh, being able to line up in different places, do different things. So 
I kind of like it. And I don't think he's going to flop. I mean, because we've seen these one-year deals. We had uh, Eric Wilson. We had the other Charger guy who I already forget his name, and I liked him. Uh, last year, he retired. Remember that? Yep. Forget his fucking name right now. It's not at the top of my head. Um, there's just been so many one-year guys that didn't pan out for this team. And I think this is a good one. And then guess what? If it works out, you sign him long-term. Well, that's what I'm saying. You only paid him $5 million. I mean, if, if the guy has 144 tackles, I mean, divide that by what? 17? That's yeah. gotta, that's that's a that's Massive. really good average. It's a difference yeah. maker. I mean, Absolutely. It, and here's the thing. like He's around the ball. What sealed it for me was oh, Chargers oh. fans <laughs> were livid that they let him go at that price tag and you can't bring him back. The Chargers fans that I saw all over Twitter were livid over this. I, mean, I would be too. I don't understand why they wouldn't do it. So, I mean, they would know better. They've they've seen more of him than any of us have. I liked what I saw. I didn't see enough either, though. I You know, um, is this enough for the Eagles linebacker room? And do you think that they're done there? Probably. They'll probably go in a draft. They're done till the draft. Yeah. Because, like, I think the reason why, like, I could potentially bump this letter grade down is I think that they might think they're done. I think they like Davian Taylor. I hope not. Um, and he, he showed some signs, but I need to see more from him. This is a third-round pick who they clearly reached for. Um, and then you got you got Edwards. Eh, he's got his moments, TJ Edwards. Like it's an upgrade, like it's, no matter how you slice it. To, uh, to be honest, like it just it just feels to me like they're probably not going to do much with this room, and they might get like a fifth or sixth-round pick, and then that's that's why I would bump it down because I think they really need to stop ignoring this position. I mean, look at what what the Bucks did uh, two years ago at this point. Their linebackers, you could argue, won that that Super Bowl. I mean, there's a lot of arguments you could make, but that those linebackers were clearly showcased in that Super Bowl. So, you got to do something at some point, guys. Like this is crazy. I know we have a very uh, uncharacteristic, quiet off season. It's sad because I feel like what is happening to Jalen Hurts is exactly. I tweeted this earlier. What Howie Howie Roseman's doing right now to Jalen Hurts is exactly what he did to Carson Wentz. He's not putting pieces around him to be successful the Dolphins well, put Tyreek Hill around Tua they, they, they have Jalen Waddle. I mean like Devontae Smith the Chargers kept the Mike positions Williams. the positions yeah, where we want to see them great. upgrade I think that there's a chance that they draft there that's why and I think that they want to leave the slot open for these guys to start that's the rumor going around and like like I, like that's not how I would play it I'd go yeah. out and I'd upgrade where I can Tyler Lock I don't I also don't think they're going to use all three first rounders and I've said this before. I think that they're going to wind up trading one, and they'll save it for next year. Like I want to so have insurance in case they need a quarterback, and they can move one of those first for uh, the Alabama kid. And it would be good, like for next year's draft. Then I think that they'll probably use two picks, two first. They might only use one for that matter. I think they'll use two though. And the thing is, they'll too, trade like, one away. Yeah. I would like to get Landry because I feel feel like he would really help Jalen Hurts underneath. But the dude wants fucking twenty million a season. Yeah, that's He's a not fucking worth that. joke. That's he, a joke and a half. That's crazy. No, he's not going to get that. Christian Kirk got 21. Yeah. It makes him more valuable than that. It's not that he's I mean, more valuable. He's, he's dumb. I mean, the, ja- the I, Jags are just de- they're dumb. I know, I mean, I, I know why too. his number's there. Like, listen. Yeah, like, I mean, look around the league. 100%. Of course, Christian Kirk got overpaid. He's younger, though, and he's still not done growing as a receiver. Like, 
Honestly, you could you could make the case right now. I'd rather have him than than Landry. What's the difference, really? I mean, bro, like, Landry Landry's a, sh a short route runner. Great, but that's great part of negotiation. I'm just saying. I'm just that's saying. Like, million. money aside, Christian Kirk, you could argue, is just as good, if not better, than Jarvis Landry. So, money aside, but I'm just saying, like, if he's gonna, like, yeah, I see what you mean. If he's going out there and he's getting 20 mil, you know, Jarvis Landry has every right to ask for that. But he's fucking shot. He shot out. Well, I, I just think that's part of the. It's not so iconic. I think that's part of negotiations. So good for yeah. him. I mean, yeah. he can, he's not going because I think he can get probably three years, forty million. Jarvis. Yeah. <sighs> look at look at the league, bro. There's no way. Like he'll get a one year deal at best. I'm just saying, if 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 like the if one year the, the maybe thirteen, twelve, thirteen mil depends on the team. I can see him going back. I can see him going back to Cleveland. Maybe. It's crazy. I don't know. I don't think I, maybe a one-year deal, but I'm just saying that's the, that's the best there, for him pretty, too. Because if he wants to increase his value, he goes somewhere where he could produce, like Cleveland now, and then he he bumps up his number when he goes back into free agency and he gets that long-term deal like that. Because right now, there's no I can guarantee you, there's no way he's getting past a one-year deal. Who? Jarvis. Andrew? There's yeah, no, way. no way. Well, not now. I mean, it's kind of a little beyond the shadows of the free agency, even though it's in the midst of free agency because it is a long all season. But still, at the same time, it's like. We didn't even hit the draft yet. Yeah, like I, I can see all that shit happen. And by the way, he's getting a one-year deal. Maybe, maybe a two-year deal with the uh, the option, you know, player option, the you know, whatever. But who knows? And by the way, like before we close out, um, what's interesting here is like this this day right here. Today was the start of the the owners' meetings in the NFL. Okay. Usually, this is the day you're fucking looking forward to in the offseason because this is when the trades start happening. Traditionally, the trades start happening today. This is when all the owners, the coaches, they all meet up and they shoot the shit. GMs, they're all there. So this is usually the day when you see trade activity. What we saw this year shifted the entire landscape. Everything's going to change going forward. Yeah. I like it, though. Oh, I love it. I love it. Unprecedented. Like, you don't see trades like this nah. ever, really let alone this many you you might see one or two of these in a couple years it doesn't ever happen this way the whole nfl landscape changed this year so i love it though oh yeah it's it's awesome guys that was that was a lot of fun we have to save kyler for next show and i don't think anybody here minds too much no because nah. he could be moved by then <laughs> like, for, for real, real. It's, it's crazy that sounds like it's it's true if the panthers do go out and make that kind of an offer but we'll see uh, we're not going to talk about it right now. So look forward to that on Thursday. Uh, we'll have some more. We got some. I mean, NBA is almost done, guys. It's, it's almost playoff playoffs. time. It's going to be fun playoffs. I know. So we got, too. we got a lot coming up. We got a lot coming up. The NFL never <laughs> sleeps. I heard Nick say the Lakers. That's funny. Yeah, obviously, it's fucking, it's he funny was. Funny as hell. I love obviously, it. Nick was being sarcastic. In case people don't know that, and Nick, I agree with you too. Ha ha. They are nice. they are a joke right now. Right. They're a joke. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying to get Mike going before Please we get out of here. Show. All right, we're gonna we're gonna get out of here now. All right. Thanks for sticking with us, everybody. As usual, um, as always, great comments. And that being said, yeah, next show Thursday, 8 p.m. That's March 31st, 8 p.m. All right. Episode 68 of Psychotic and Iconic Sports Podcast tonight was brought to you by Prize Picks, your home for daily fantasy sports. New users who sign up for prize picks today using the promo code ICONIC will receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Prize picks, daily fantasy made easy.
What the hell? You see that? <laughs> Regular. That's whacked. I want some plant-based tenders right now. I don't know what the hell just happened there. Um, so I don't know if we're on camera, but I hear. Anyway. Uh, yeah. I hope you were checking us out at the Props Network tonight. As usual, we're live there every show at PropsHQ.com. Be sure to go there and subscribe. Other than that, family, I'm passing it off to Nick Theories. Thank you so much. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. We appreciate all the love, support, and the comments. If you guys haven't done so already, please don't forget to like, subscribe, and hit the notification bell. We are also available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeart, Megaphone, and Stitcher, and all that other shit. Also, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok, and we will see you guys Thursday at P&I.